Somewhere between the worlds of technology and digital design resides the Cash All Podcast. Here to share thoughts, news, and ideas about coding, graphic design, digital tools, and more is your host, Brandon Peterson. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Wasn't really sure if I should make this episode or when I should release it. And just in case anyone needs something to listen to while they're making those trips to see friends and family, or even just something to listen to while you're uh, fixing Thanksgiving dinner at home, um, hopefully this can help pass the time. Again, hopefully this finds everyone well and so much to be thankful for and trying to come up with ways for incorporating the content for the theme of this podcast and Thanksgiving, sometimes it's hard. Last year, at this time, I had made one on how to unplug yourself from uh, technology during Thanksgiving. What's some ways where you can enjoy the holidays without surrounding yourself uh, with the technology and, and separating yourself out from digital design a little bit. And I thought this time I might just share some things that I'm thankful for as a fan of graphic design or digital design. Let's begin. So some of the, most of this is kind of Adobe uh, Creative Cloud oriented, I should say. It's not an advertisement. I I pay for my Adobe Creative Cloud account and I don't want uh, you to think this is some kind of advertisement or something. And some of these are newer features. Some have been around for a while. I don't know, just uh, just some things that I'm thankful for. Being Adobe, being a fan of Adobe Creative Cloud stuff, being a nerd or a geek of it, however you want to say it. And then I have a few other things, too, of graphic design in more of the digital nature I'm thankful for. So the first one, uh, I have not, like, I, I started learning graphic design with Adobe Illustrator when I was in college at my undergraduate degree work and you know I learned how to use it whatever and then uh, later on I learned Photoshop and I just had always been kind of a Photoshop user not much of an illustrator uh, but like doing the photo manipulations and just I don't know doing stuff with Photoshop is was kind of a passion for quite a while there and so then I just kind of lost touch with with the illustrator uh, until I started you know teaching graphic design and and teaching web design and this stuff more and taking more courses where I had to do illustrator work and you know the old copy and paste uh, for illustrator and some of these things or there's the shortcut control C and control V how about with Adobe being able to hold down the alt button um, on the I'm a PC user so I don't is that uh, option I think it might be option uh, for the Apple but anyway alt on the on the PC computers and then you click and drag that element so if I make a shape or a logo hold down the alt button click and drag it it automatically duplicates it I'm pretty thankful for that and that has been a huge time saver for me uh, when having to duplicate something small multiple times in Illustrator Works good with that. It works in Photoshop with your layers. If you didn't know that, hold down the Alt button and click and drag the layer. 
and bring it down in the bottom right hand corner of your layers panel and you automatically duplicated the layer that way and does it work in other programs yeah i use it in adobe premiere for videos if there's something i want to make a copy of uh hold down the alt button click and drag that little snippet from the timeline and it duplicates it on there too um really great with like uh i don't know like with the adjustment I, i'm calling it like an adjustment layer on premiere where you have an effect with it and you have it setting up over the top where it's affecting the the video underneath and then if you want to apply that same effect to different places just holding the alt key click and drag click and drag and then you don't have to go in and make a new adjustment layer and do all that stuff so thank you adobe for that function it's probably been around forever but it's one of the more recent uh discoveries that i've made and i I just never really knew about it and probably should be embarrassed. I didn't know about it before, but hey, I'm sharing it out in case anybody else didn't. Next one that is on here is Adobe Fonts. Man, I am thankful for Adobe Fonts. So as a fan of typography and I like going to different web pages and looking at fonts. I don't like to pay for fonts. Uh, every everything in graphic design is so expensive it seems like uh, subscriptions are expensive uh, graphic cards and computers are expensive it just I don't know it all adds up so sometimes you want to find a good font or or better accurately to be saying a typeface uh, for it and Adobe fonts you ju I just sign in with the Adobe Creative Cloud account and they have a bunch on there where I can browse from or I can find it. And it's like it's like shopping online, but for free, you know. And you find these fonts and it's like, I want that. I want that. I want that. And when you're doing shopping regularly, you know, then it's like, whoa, how much is this going to cut? Oh, it is all, it's part of your subscription, you know, actually. But So you are paying for it. But, but it's like you're adding them in the cart without a worry in the world. And you just click activate. You just click activate on it. If you want to put the whole font family in there, you can activate the whole family. If there's just certain weights that you want to use or certain fonts of it, uh, maybe you just want the regular and then the italicized perhaps. And then you activate those two versions. And then if I am in my office on the desktop working on the project, it's activated. If I open up my laptop, and I'm on a trip and I want to get to work on that project a little bit more because I'm signing with my Adobe Creative Cloud account. Boom. It just already, I get a little notification. It says these fonts have been activated and it's right there. If I ever want to remove it, I can deactivate them and it removes them in the different places. So Adobe fonts, easy to install. They have the worry-free licensing. So I know that it's okay for me to use those for personal use or to use them for commercial use and I don't have to give credit to the users or have to worry about uh, keeping track of all those little licensing things. So again, a way for Adobe Creative Cloud making the life of the digital designer so much easier. Uh, speaking of Creative Cloud, and this kind of goes along with that with the, with the fonts, the CC libraries. I've never really used CC libraries a lot until I started uh, taking this layout design class that I'm currently in. 
and you know I'll make I like to make the assets for my project myself and so maybe I'm going to be using Photoshop for those maybe I'm going to be using Illustrator for those and then I have InDesign so I have these projects working on different things I want to use the same colors and you know do I just you don't want to just write down the hex values or the CMYK values for your colors you're using uh, for your palette. You obviously want to be consistent with all the colors and using those exact same ones through everything. And with this, I can create a swatch of colors uh, for like a palette that work with this particular project. I put it on my uh, CC libraries and then in any other app I open up um, I can just select those colors they're right there for me to use and and it works great for that so and again I can on any computer I'm working at on it uh, CC libraries especially with the color swatches works great you can put images and stuff like that in there too but for me uh, the color thing was was big and important so it's easy to do that way better again like have like in the olden days where i would just have a word document or something with with my little brand information on it here's adobe saying you can just have all your brand information right here and we got you wherever you're at if you forget something as long as it's saved in there we have it for you so much appreciated for that for adobe uh this one's a new one and i talked about this from adobe max conference adobe illustrator Intertwine tool. I already used it for a few different projects and being able to select two overlapping objects that are not overlapping or that are not winding around each other. Intertwine tool and then just lasso around the parts where I want the top object to go behind the bottom object. And again, it's it's non-destructive. It's it's magic. It is a it's a holiday miracle, a Thanksgiving miracle uh, in modern technology with the Adobe Illustrator Intertwine tool. So cool. Also on my list, uh, I did this is another InDesign because I like I said I'm taking an InDesign class. Uh, how about a shout out for the paragraph and character styles? For InDesign, I've never used InDesign before uh, this year. I, I never have. I've opened it up a few times, and I just haven't really had a reason to use it. And I'm making an ebook for my final project. I had to make a promotional magazine for my midterm, and just to be able to type all my stuff and to have like my character styles defined, like what font is it going to be, what. Um, you know what uh, what's the size of it is it gonna be bold is it gonna be this and then what I can do like obviously I could just highlight everything and do that but like if you have something that's you know getting to be a hundred pages or something and as long as I highlighted it and it's like this here is my body heading and this is my body text and this is my body caption or my image caption uh, then if I define all those in InDesign, then if I decide to change something, it's like, oh man, am I going to have to go through and manually change all those? Nope, I just change it in one place. Everything else ups, everything else updates automatically. So InDesign, paragraph and character styles, 
big time saver, allows you to try different things and not be afraid to say, well, I, I want to see if what this would look like, but I kind of don't because if I like it, I'm going to have to redo everything. Now it doesn't matter. I can just do it. And if I don't like it, undo. And then if I change my mind again, redo. Super convenient for that. And I love it. Um, the other thing I'm, I'm thankful for, for graphic design, especially in a digital world, is although I talk a lot about being a fan of Adobe Creative Cloud, I am thankful for having less costly alternatives. So, you know, if like it's expensive to have an Adobe Creative Cloud account, you know, and it costs you each month. And especially if you use multiple apps, it can get pricey. And um, like I'm blessed because I'm able to get uh, a student or teacher discount right now because I'm a student and a teacher so I get it double ways but um you know it does add up even with that like each month when you're doing that you know and everything else you can't like there's 20 million streaming services you know you can't just get all your tv at one place necessarily anymore so I do like that the company Serif um has their product line of Affinity Photo which is like their Photoshop alternative uh, Affinity Design, which is like their Illustrator um, competitor, and then Affinity Publisher, which is their InDesign. And I haven't used Affinity Publisher. I, that's more of a new one. But I have used Affinity Photo, and I have Affinity Design. Uh, and that's a, another reason why I kind of got away from using Illustrator there for a while because I was using this program, and I loved it so much. And it's a great program. I believe, I mean, at the time of this, that you can usually get these programs for about $40 each, but then it's just a one-time payment of those of those applications. And it is not uncommon where I've seen, uh, like I, I got Affinity Designer earlier because I was part of the early testing beta. So I think for me, it was like maybe like 20 or something like that. And uh, you can find it like for like $30 or you can find it for less. Like sometimes they'll have those cyber sales. So again, that's the Serif com is the name of the company that makes it. But Affinity Photo, Affinity Design and Affinity Publisher. And if Publishers anything is good as if it's half as good as Design and Photo, I mean, it's going to be awesome. And they update it. I mean, I can't tell you how long ago I got Affinity uh, design and it still works like it is like I still get updates for it and, and have to do the update thing so they still support it and it is pretty awesome uh, to to use those programs so I, I do highly recommend those if you're interested in that or if you're a student or you're younger and it's like man I want to do graphic design but I can't afford even though Adobe has some free options and things like that, you maybe you want something with a little bit more power or more features than a free version of that, uh, then then you get those with Affinity and you can make awesome work with that. A good community uh, of users where they share tutorials and you can get books. I have the Affinity Designer Workbook uh, that I got a long time ago with some examples in there and shows you how to do it. And it's really cool. It's also... a just works great as a coffee table book as well. Uh, but uh, check those out. And then 
if you're like, man, that is still too much also, uh, you know, I get that too. So then I'm thankful for free graphic design options. So GIMP uh, is a very powerful graphic editing program. Uh, my daughter uses it at school, you know, uh, in, in middle school. And what a great way to get people excited about graphic design, you know, and then like how many times, like when I was in school, it's like, oh, here's this. We're using this in school. This is awesome. But I couldn't have it at home because it was too costly or, or for whatever reason, you know, um, or I wouldn't run on my computer. But GIMP, you can run on about anything and it's free. So people can learn this passion for graphic design at school. They can come home and they can install GIMP for free. There's a ton of uh, like patches and updates and things that you can use for it. And again, it has a great community online. There's a lot of tutorials you can find on YouTube. And then an alternative to GIMP uh, that is another good one is called paint.net. I don't think you get it from a webpage called paint.net. I just do a Google search for paint.net and then you'll find a program that is actually called paint.net. And that's what you install. And again, very very photoshoppy it's again another uh, raster graphics editor uh, where you go in and edit the pixels and stuff and you have your layers and your different things you can do with that so um you know if, if adobe creative cloud isn't for you you know check out that serif series with affinity photo designer and publisher and then shoot you have nothing to lose you might as well just try out gimp and paint.net and see what kind of things you can create with that. So that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for so much more than that. But uh, just in the terms of keeping it consistent to the Cash All podcast and trying to dial in a little bit more on digital design and digital media and graphic design and visual storytelling and those things, um, I thought it would be fun to talk a little bit about that. Again, I hope you all have a very... Happy Thanksgiving. Safe travels to everyone. Uh, thankful for anyone who uh, listens to this and, and people who uh, message me and things like that of, of comments and ideas and, and suggestions and compliments about the show. So appreciate it and love y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe if you want notified the moment of new episode releases. You can interact with me online on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok using my handle, CodePeterson, or by visiting CodePeterson.com.